Hey folks, I'm Stephen Peterkins and this is episode 270 of the Peterkins Podcast. Today is part four of my discussion of T.S. Eliot's The Wasteland. This section is the shortest of the entire poem. It's so short, in fact, that I'm going to save myself the trouble of trying to summarize it and just read it out loud for you guys. Phlebas the Phoenician, a fortnight dead, forgot the cry of gulls and the deep sea swell and the profit and loss. A current under sea picked his bones and whispers as he rose and fell. He passed the stages of his age and youth, entering the whirlpool. Gentile or Jew, O you who turn the wheel and look to windward, consider Phlebas, who was once handsome and tall as you. For such a short section, there's quite a bit going on here. From a literary point of view, we have a callback to the second section with the fortune teller. One of the tarot cards of the fortune teller is the Phoenician sailor, and the reading of the fortune warns of death by drowning. Phlebas, our poor sailor, ultimately falls victim to said fortune. Once again, we have Eliot rejecting ideas of renewal and regeneration in this passage. What once was a man concerned about his job as a sailor, having lived through different stages of his life, is now just dead, unconcerned by the sea creatures who pick apart his bones. He offers nothing to us. A similar callback to another ghoulish figure, Stetson, in the first section of the poem, who also couldn't provide the living with any solace or answers to life's cruel questions. I find it interesting how he dies by water. Water has been used as an image of life throughout the poem, from the lack of water in the desert depicted in the wasteland to the pollution of a river that was once flowing and wonderful. Eliot has also used water as a symbol for empty promises, reflecting on how the heart of the woman in the first section was, quote, as desolate and empty as the sea. Water brings with it a hope that things could renew themselves, only to disappoint and ultimately bring about death. While this section is entrenched in death, I can't help but feel a sense of peace from it. In death, the sailor no longer suffers. He is no longer alienated. He is but a relic of the past. He no longer must be concerned with his mortal toils and responsibilities in the present moment. He has finally transcended these earthly woes through death. And despite the plans that we make for ourselves for today and in the future, Eliot reminds us that all of us, regardless of our background, will succumb to a similar fate. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you later.